Unity of Farmington Hills, a powerful path for spiritual living. Farmington Hills and our online viewers, welcome to our Friends and Family Sunday. I'm Jody Manastra, the platform assistant today, and I'll be sharing the announcements and upcoming events with you. If you are a first-time visitor, please take a welcome packet from the usher as you leave the sanctuary. Please join us after the service in the social hall for light refreshments prepared with love. 
by the fabulous hospitality team of UF UFH and enjoy fun, fellowship, and conversation with one another. And you can appreciate all of the festive decorations that we put up yesterday. It looks great. It was so wonderful to arrive this morning and see our dollars and efforts at work by the installation of three beautiful new doors. As previously announced, effective today, the back door will be locked at 1010 during Sunday services. After 1010, the front door must be used. Effective Sunday, January 7th, the front door will be locked at 1025, but it will be monitored and opened for latecomers. Our annual Heart of the Holiday, formerly Adopt-A-Family, ends today. The women's group will meet today at 1145 in room two to assemble gift baskets for the Heart of the Holiday families. All women and men are invited to support and help the women's group prepare our gifts of love for delivery to all the families. Please join us for critical conversations tomorrow evening, Monday, December 11th from 7 to 8.30. These conversations are helping us better understand one another's different experiences and grow closer to one another. It's a really great opportunity to get to know people and improve relationships. Click on the Zoom link on our website to join in this conversation. The men's group will meet for breakfast on Saturday, December 16th at 10 a.m. at Leo's Coney Island on 12 Mile in Farmington Hills. All men are invited to enjoy breakfast, conversation, and man talk. Our youth, I don't know what that is, but I'm sure it's great. Our youth ministry Christmas service is next Sunday, December 17th at 10 a.m. So come support our youth as they perform the play Christmas Light Show, a fun interactive way to retell the Christmas story and celebrate the reason for the season. Let's continue to celebrate the holiday season at the Festive Sweater Contest next Sunday at 11.30. Wear your favorite festive sweater, doesn't have to be ugly, and it could be the winner. The next ukulele group meeting is next Sunday, December 17th from 11.15 to 1 p.m. in room 9. All are welcome. Attend our singing bowl meditation on Wednesday, December 20th from 7 to 8 p.m. This meditation session is in person at the church only and will not be available on Zoom. A love offering is suggested. Welcome back, Sharon. Sharon, Sharon Lewis is our prayer chaplain today and she will be available to pray with you after service near the patio doors. All others are asked to exit immediately after the service to allow a quiet space for prayer. And we're so glad you're back. To stay abreast of our activities and upcoming events, please visit unityfh.com, check out our Facebook page, or read through the newsletter that is emailed every Friday. And now, as the music team sings Surely the Presence, let us prepare our hearts and minds for the daily word.
I want to thank the team that came out to decorate today. Can we give a, can those of you who came to decorate stand? Those of you who are here, can you stand for me? Can we? Thank you all for do, coming out and decorating and celebrating with us. It looks very beautiful and festive in here. <clears throat> We're going to begin today with the um, acknowledging Advent. Today is the second week of Advent, which represents the second Sunday of Advent, I'd say. It represents peace. And so we're going to have, Sharon, can you come up and light? Uh, I mean, uh, we're going to light the first candle, which represents uh, faith and ho hope and faith. And then we'll light the second candle, which represents peace. And as we do this, these are phases of consciousness that we move into during this journey of Advent. All four weeks prepare our mind and our consciousness for what traditionally is said the coming of Christ is the second coming of Christ because Jesus has already been born. But spiritually, and if you hear me say metaphysically, spiritually, I mean metaphysically. Spiritually, what it represents is coming into a deeper, giving birth to a deeper awareness of your conscious intimacy with God. I'm saying it that way. Because the more we become aware of God, it's only because we've had a deeper relationship with God and we've moved into knowing another aspect of God, which is yourself, and coming into that deeper sense of peace within. And so the reef is round, representing no beginning or end in the consciousness of God that is you. <clears throat> and so this Sunday, as we represent peace, we're going to activate that within ourselves as we read the daily word. We're going to take that into this week and become the epitome of peace. Amen? So let us go ahead and if you'd like to gently close your eyes to prepare to read the daily word, feel free to do so. If not, that's fine. The daily word for today, Sunday, December 10th, 2023, is peace. Today we affirm, peace is the song of my heart, and our affirmation reads, as the Advent journey continues, I seek to embody peace. No matter what may be happening around me, I can rise above that which troubles and distracts me, all that takes my attention away from my spiritual life and relationship with God. Peace is always mine an aspect of my divine identity. I'm going to say that again. Peace is always mine, an aspect of my divine identity. When peace feels far away, I take it as a cue to center myself in spirit. I return to the practices that calm my mind and open my heart. As I relax and enter the silence, I touch the peace and perfection of God and claim that peace as my own. Returning to activity, I carry peace with me. I bring harmony to my interactions, calm to my reactions, and tranquility to every corner of my life. I won't just be peaceful. I will be peace itself. Our Bible verse for today comes from Jude chapter 1, verse 2. May mercy, peace, and love be yours in abundance. Let us pray. So if you haven't done so already, I invite you to gently close your eyes. And with our eyes closed, let's take a deep centering breath. 
in that exhale, let your mind, your focus, your attention float down to the center of your chest, which we call our heart center. Just in that space, let your mind be at peace. Let your heart radiate love. Let your body be still. Because the truth is, our divine state of being is love, oneness with God within. And our true state of consciousness is peace, which we can only get to when we quiet down and be still. In this moment, God, we choose to bring our continued consciousness and intention into the awareness that there is only one power, is only one activity, is only one presence active in our lives and in the universe, and that is you, the omnipotent, omnipresent, omniscient God. And so in this moment, as we prepare our consciousness to give birth to a deeper awareness of the Christ within, we choose to focus on peace. Last week, we focused on hope and faith, the hope of what it is that is our true heart's desire, the expected confident expectation that it will be ours and the absolute faith that it already is ours now we're one with it now and now as we radiate that hope and faith going into this second week of Advent our hearts move into a state of peace Let's just sit just for a little bit in a state of peace. Let go of the thoughts. Let go of the worries and concerns, knowing that it is perfected by God. And just let your hearts radiate love. Let your shoulders drop. In this moment, there are no worries of the world to carry on your shoulders. Let it go. And during this beautiful Friends and Family Sunday, we embrace those who are visiting us today with our love and our peace and a welcoming joy that they are here with us. We thank you, God, for helping us create a welcoming, warm environment that embraces all who comes in, come in here. We have hearts of gratitude to celebrate and worship together. We 
ignite the spirit of peace right now. Take a deep breath and breathe into a state of peace. And as you exhale, set the intention to release all that no longer serves you. Send love out to everyone in this room. Starting with anyone next to you. And feel it radiate all the way out into the sanctuary. Love and peace. And we thank you, God, for being able to do this and for relaxing us, opening us up to hear your message, to understand your message, to be that truth in your message that we know. As we close this meditation in prayer, we lift this prayer in the mighty name and nature of the indwelling Christ. Thank you, God, for loving us no matter what, for teaching you to love you no matter what, ourselves no matter what, and others as well, no matter what. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. And so it is. Amen. I'm going to leave it at that.
say it over and over and over again. Y'all gonna get tired of me hearing we got the baddest band in what, y'all? Unity. Okay, y'all could be better than that. You know what I'm gonna say. We got the baddest band in? Thank you. <laughs> y'all act brand new when we have guests in the house. <laughs> oh, Michelle's back. My girlfriend Michelle's back. Hey, Michelle. I call her my twin, my baby sister. <laughs> oh, man. Um, so, one of the things that I have learned since I started speaking and uh, actually living my life and learning lessons is that God will always, always, always have me living out the literal thing that I'm going to be speaking on every Sunday. So I'm going to make a confession. Some of you already know, and I may not give, uh, because we're on YouTube, all of the details, but my husband and I experienced a traumatic had a very deep traumatic experience this week on Wednesday. And it involved identity theft in there and, and stuff that are very personal to us being taken. So you know you have to go in your bank account and all of that stuff, but there is a sense of violation that you feel when something is taken from you like that. You go out and you see your car is gone. It's like that, that, that is a sock in the gut. And so I'm Wednesday here, we're at meditation, and I'm so excited because this talk title comes to me, Peace, Be Still. And I'm like, ooh, that is so sweet. I've spoken on that scripture before, and, you know, I can go deeper into this, God. And I know that every week of Advent, every week that we go into that Sunday, that actual part of our consciousness that we're strengthening, that we have an opportunity to go deeper. So I had gotten deeper, I thought into a state of hope and faith until you get slapped in the gut like something like that. Now you're, the whole ground is taken. Everything's yanked from up under you, right? And there's those moments where you're in shock in the beginning of something like that happening. You're in shock. So you don't, you're not really in touch with your emotions. You're just going through what you need to do to get yourself situated, to protect yourself, call the police, all this stuff, the insurance company, make sure you call the bank, all of this stuff you have to do. So your mind is caught up in the things to do. You're right there. You're not tuned in. You're still shocked and socked and, and got those moments that come in and out like, I can't believe this happened. All, the, all these thoughts of what you could have done, should have done, would have done, all of that stuff comes in there at the same time. It's like this turmoil going inside of you all at the same time, but you push it aside for a minute because you got to take care of business because your identity is stolen and you got to make sure everything's taken care of, right? 
And you have faith. You know you have faith. You know God is going to be taken care of in your spirit realm. But your human is so shaken up because it took you off guard. You ever thought something like you've heard it happen before? And for me, my car's been stolen before by my stuff. And I had a few stuff in my car, but not like some real valuable stuff that take your identity. So I just went, you know, it was in front of my father's house at that time back then when my car was taken from me. And it was interesting because somebody knocked on the door to tell me I didn't open up the door because I thought somebody was going to come back. That revisited, that automatically was triggered again. And it was years ago, I was younger, but it's triggered. There is no peace in that moment. Like you have this faith, but you're so caught up being busy and taking care of things, your mind is not at peace. It's this, all this turmoil going on. And all I kept pay, paying attention to was when the, the uh, disciples were in the boat with Jesus who was sleeping um, under, you know, sleeping uh, at the back of the boat, and there's this storm coming, and it's getting worse. Like they say, uh-oh, this storm is coming. Your emotions start to come. And you're saying, oh, it's going to be okay. Jesus is here representing that consciousness inside of us that knows and is in tune with God, it's going to be okay. But then it gets rocky and that boat starts shaking all over the place and water starts getting in the boat and it starts getting consumed and the wind is blowing, the boat's going up and down and you feel that way emotionally when you're going through something like this. And at that moment, you're so caught up in a storm, you do not know. Your mind is distracted from the consciousness that's right there in tune with the peace inside of you. So you can have those moments where you're at peace, but you're so busy, you're not being still. You don't hear the still, small voice. So you're not really at peace. You're on a surface level. You know, it could have been worse. We could have had our lives taken. Somebody could have taken our life. I'm glad we got each other. We're in love with each other. We still got this. But your identity's taken. And then you're so busy taking care of things that you're really not at peace because your mind is busy body all around. So then you take the moment, I had to stop. And it's interesting because in the daily word for today, it talks about our identity, our identity. It says, I'm going to find it, my true identity is peace. Where is it? Peace is always mine, an aspect of my divine identity. But if you don't center yourself in the presence of God within you, even in the midst of what's going on, you won't feel it. If you don't stop your activity. Be still. If you don't peace, calm those thoughts and just go inside and just let it go and just go into a state of peace. Quietly. Charles Fillmore in his book, The Revealing Word, which I'm going to keep bringing this back. We've got The Revealing Word. He also wrote this book called The Metaphysical Bible Dictionary. He also has another Bible that, they, that has been written in his interpretation, the new translation. It's a, it's a 
uh, metaphysical interpretation of it, I would suggest you get it. It's some sweet business. I use these, these tools, and you can go to truthunity.net. It's all on there. I use these tools to get my understanding, and I'm not up here to spoon-feed you my understanding. I'm up here to be God's vessel so that you can get some ideas that you can go inside yourself and you can test the Spirit by the Spirit. I share my testimony so that you can know that I know what I'm talking about so that you can take it and try it yourself and find out for yourself that you know what you're talking about. Amen? Amen. In, the, in this uh, revealing word, it says that peace Peace is metaphysically harmony and tranquility derived from awareness of the Christ consciousness. Now, this is something that's deep. It's the Christ consciousness. But Christ and Christ consciousness are two different things. Christ is that divinity within you that has all of the aspects of God in you. You hear in the Bible, Son of God. That's the Christ in you because it's your inherited, gifted expression, that divinity inside of you that has all the aspects of God, that is why you are made in the image and likeness of God. That is the Son of God in you or woman of God in you. That divinity in you, and it's always capitalized, capital S and capital G, Son of God. When you demonstrate it, you become the Son of Man because you take it through your spiritual consciousness and demonstrate it in your physical world. So people who are going through a turmoil, a crisis, or a death, or a spirit experience like that, and they're walking in a state of peace, is because they're consciously in tune with the Christ within themselves. And as they walk in the Christ within themselves, which is that spirit in you, there is no emotion in spirit. There's only peace in the movement of spirit. That's all. And I tell you the truth, you can't put words on it because words put it in a third dimensional. And when you get in Christ, that's way above the third dimensional. Does that make sense to everybody? There's a part of you that is invisible, that has a powerful energy to it, that is a creative entity that you can touch if you go inside, but you got to be quiet, be still, and intentionally tune in. It was when I did that... <clears throat> that I could live out peace, be still. That is a command. It's not just words that Jesus said to the storm. It is a command. Peace, be still. The rest of it that I add to it is and know that I am God. That's the part I add to it <clears throat> because it anchors me into knowing that even in this moment, God's presence is with me. We say it all the time in the prayer for protection. Wherever I am, God is, and what? All is well. But then we walk around complaining and upset and frustrated, unforgiveness, unloving, all these things. That ain't showing all is well. Anxiety. So I literally have had the opportunity to realize that even if your identity according to the government is stolen, your identity according to God is not. You are still a child of God. Thank you, sweetie. Protected, strong. The power of your words can protect you. No matter what anyone takes from you, 
They cannot take who you are. And when you live in that, that's why hope and faith are so important because it's the faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things unseen. The substance is the confident expectation of the things that you hope for. The evidence is that spiritual knowing that it is already yours right now. I know that I live in a divine expression of peace. I know that I'm one with God. I know that God was right there in that situation too. I know that even when you have a relationship with God, life still happens. That's why Jesus said, in this world, you will have trials and tribulations, but be of good cheer because I have overcome the world. What he meant was that he didn't mean, oh, I walk and nothing happens to me. Otherwise, he wouldn't have got crucified. He, he walked in a knowing that no matter what happens to me, you cannot stop me from choosing God. And as I choose God, I choose peace. And as I choose God, I choose peace on different levels. And there are several different levels that we are here to choose peace. <clears throat> the first level is in our consciousness with God. In 2 Corinthians <clears throat> 5, verse 18, it says that Jesus came that we may be Restored to peace with God. I'm ad-living. And people think Jesus came to die for our sins. And now we, they, traditionally, this is the thought. Now that God, Jesus has died for our sins, we don't have to do anything. But the truth is, Jesus said two greatest commandments, which means you got to do something. Love God with all your heart, all your mind, all your soul, and all your strength. And when you do that, that all of that hangs the laws, which is the Ten Commandments, and the prophets, what the prophets have come to tell about how to live harmoniously with each other. But until you learn to be at peace, go inside and be still and hear, how are you going to have a relationship where you're loving God with all your heart, all your mind, all your soul, and all your strength? And this is important. Why is this important? Because you can't give birth to a deeper level of a consciousness of God if you don't even have a consciousness of God in the first place. And the way to get a consciousness with God is to trust in God. That's that hope and faith. Just do what you do with physical people. Go inside and get to know God. Study. Well, if you're not studying the Bible, find a way to study and learn about the God in you. Because as you learn about the God in you, you're learning about you. As you trust in the God in you, you begin to trust in your own power. You are God. I am an individualized expression of God. Together, I am an individualized expression of God. My identity lies in God. Together, my identity lies in God. When you know that with all your heart, all your mind, all your soul, and all your strength. You may be shaken for a minute. The Bible says weeping may come, um, weeping may endure through the night, but joy cometh in the morning. I was shaken for a minute. I will confess that. And I have my moments where it comes back. The human is always there. I was shaken. Howard was shaken. You know what was deep that I saw my husband do? When he came in, he walked in the kitchen and got down on his knees and started praying. He's, 
immediately when he found out what happened. First thing he did, I'm the minister. He fell on his knees, surrendered, went to the rock. We got to do that. In this Christmas season, there's going to be a lot going on. There will be people who are missing family. I'm missing my folks, my sister, my mom, folks who, you know, it was Christmas was my mom's favorite. I kind of bruised my knees, slamming down on my knees. I wish I'd have known how I felt when you did it, Howard. I wouldn't have done it like that. You probably walking around touching your knees too. <laughs> I'm being silly. I'm being silly. I'm listening. Sometimes I get touched by God so deeply, like right up here. I get touched so deeply it makes me cry. There are no words to share it. This truth, this is serious to me, this relationship with God. This truth that lies inside of us, this absolute presence of God that lies inside of us, that we are here to live. Living, I'm really excited about giving birth to a deeper relationship with God, moving into a deeper intimacy with God, which I once heard someone say that it means into me I see. I'm wanting that deeply. And so if it means going through those type of experiences that take me off guard, I'm willing to do it. I'm willing to go through whatever it takes in this human realm to bring me into a deeper understanding of God on a spiritual realm. The truth is that we were brought here. Life was breathed into us that we may be expressions of the image and likeness of God. But this is the deeper truth. This is how God experiences this world because God is spirit. So God united God's self with something physical God made, which was Adam. Adam was made out of the dust, which was created before Adam was created. So that God could experience what God created, God breathed God's self into us. So the presence of God is in each and every one of you. So the only way for God to really experience what God created was to become one with what God created and then give us choice to choose to experience oneness with it. And when you do, there's this big, huge expression of God on this earth that God intended to be. And every year we celebrate the birth of Jesus, the birth of what Jesus symbolizes. And Jesus symbolizes to me and in unity the fullness of the expression of that relationship of the Christ within. Christ represents that divine in you. Christ's consciousness is your awareness of it. Are you aware of it? Do you know the Christ in you? Do you live in that consciousness? Or do you live thinking that you are? I promise you, every time you go inside, you'll say you're living thinking that you are because there'll be a deeper level that you can go into every single time. And I know this because every time I open up this Bible to read something, something deeper, I will have read it. My Bible's got lines and writings and, I mean, it's, you know, it's written up uh, all over the place. You got numbers and I've been all in and out of this Bible. But every single time I read something, I get something new on a deeper, 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 deeper level. And we are time, it is time for us to know on the deepest level ever 
that the presence of God is there. I was thinking about this, like, okay, God, so tell me an example. So I was thinking about when I called in to um, report that, you know, credit cards were stolen. And you call in the number, and then you put in your password, and then after you do that, you're, ta- you're connected to your account. You can lock your account, open your account, whatever. But you have to dial into it in order to get connected to it. And then you have your password to show your identity, to show that you are, that is yours. Well, you have a hookup that's already there. There's a phone call being made to your consciousness, to your soul, to you. The phone is ringing. The phone is ringing. God is sitting here on the other line inside of you, that still small voice communicating to you. Are you willing to pick up the phone? And when you pick up the phone, you got a beautiful choice. You got some options. Ooh, the phone just started ringing. (laughs) Holy moly. Okay. It's God calling. Wow, that was right on time. Wasn't that right on time? Welcome to my world, y'all. Wow, it took me a minute to get it. Wait, is that really outside of my head? And then y'all started laughing like, whoo, I'm not crazy. That is outside of my head. You have options when that. You have an option to tune in. You have an option to listen. You have an option to ask for clarity. You have an option. You have options when you answer that phone. And whatever it is that you ask, you will get the answer. Whatever it is that you're seeking, you will find it. Wherever you're knocking on something, the door will be opened, but it will be opened according to your consciousness. And the only way that you know what your consciousness is, that bank account that is yours, is if you totally tune in yourself. Your identity is the one God gave you. We are sons and daughters of God. Our inheritance is peace. That is your divine state of consciousness. Your divine state of being is love. That's the unity that you are, that oneness with the spirit in you. I suggest, I challenge us all, you don't necessarily have to plop on your knees like I did, but go inside this week. Sit with God. Ask what are your options, because you got more than you can ever, ever know. Ask for guidance. Ask for the peace. Whatever it is that you desire to seek, it is already one with you. The desire to seek it is your hope. The knowing that you're one with it is your faith. The peace and harmony and tranquility you get when you realize it is that next level. That's your peace. That harmony and tranquility that you feel when you realize it, that's your peace. We're here to step into this. Amen? Amen. There's this prayer that came to me, and you probably have heard it from Francis of Ossisi. I love this prayer, and I probably have it right here. Just give me a second to find it. Where did I put it? I don't see it. I don't see it. So I guess I'm not meant to 
read it right now. No one faith, she's probably pulling it up on her phone. <laughs> Are you pulling it up on your phone, Faith? She is. She's pulling it up on her phone. Um, I thought I had it right here. I did. I must have uh, not connected. Anyway, Lord, make me an instrument. I found it. Lord, make me an instrument of your peace. See, when you seek, you shall find. It right in front of you, especially if you just stop and ask. And I stopped. It says, Lord, make me an instrument of your peace. Where there is hatred, let me sow love. My first instinct was to hate those who did that to us. That was my first human instinct. My first spiritual innate instinct and way of being was to send love and light. They haven't found a more productive way to live in this world than to take something someone else worked hard for. So my heart... My mind was like, eh, but my heart went into love. So this means a lot to me. Where there is hatred, let me sow love. Where there is injury, pardon. Where there is doubt, faith. Where there is despair, hope. Where there is darkness, light. And where there is sadness, only joy. These are things that St. Francis is asking to be an instrument of. And the greatest one was peace. But you cannot be peace unless you absolutely have the faith in who you are, whose you are, and what you are as an intended expression of God. You are made in God's image and in God's likeness, and God is the epitome of peace. So whatever storm is going on inside of you, whatever emotions, whatever circumstances, whatever trials, whatever tribulations, you can speak to your mind. The trials and tribulations don't matter. How we interpret it is what matters as far as we're concerned. If you interpret it in a way that is bad, like I was doing, if you interpret it like you're a victim, like I was doing, if you're interpreting it like it's the worst thing that can happen, like I was doing, then for you it will be a storm. For me, it was a storm. It was turmoil. But if you look at it, it is what it is. This is what happened. That's it. You can't do that until you're in the state of peace. It takes practice. It takes a lot of practice to look at a situation and literally have it happening. You could say to other people, oh, you know, I know you're feeling this way, Faith. But you know, it just is what it is. The turmoil's inside of you. You have a choice. You can choose peace if you want to, Faith. I'm just telling you, you can be peace like me. See how I'm walking in peace? I have wings behind me bringing me in peace. Then it happens to you, you're like, what the? All that peace, with the wings away. Practice, practice. Practice, because I was. Faith and I were going through it. She, we, she, we were talking to each other down from the. I had just talked her down from something. You know, we could just. That's how we're interpreting it. It is up to us to make the choice. The beautiful thing is, you have a choice. That's your free will. You have a choice. You can stay in the storm if you want to, or you can choose to be. That Jesus expression. Jesus was our example. Our example to choose God every single time. We aren't getting, I haven't gotten there yet. I don't know about y'all, but I haven't gotten there yet. But I promise you, I am not giving up. I am not giving up. 
I will get closer and closer and closer through every trial and every tribulation to seeing God in that situation. And then it says, O divine master, grant that I may not so much seek to be consoled as to console, to be understood as to understand, to be loved as to love, for it is in giving that we receive. It is in pardoning that we are pardoned, and it is in dying that we are born to eternal life. Let me tell you what that dying part means. It does not just mean physical death. And in metaphysically and spiritually, in unity, we don't consider it that it just means that physical death. What it means is dying to your attachment to the physical expression, dying to your attachment to all the labels that you've placed on things, dying to your attachment of expectations of things, and stepping into the infinite peace and understanding that no matter what happens, it can never take away your identity. It can never take away, I see them lights flickering too, when my mom's around the lights flicker. It can never take away from who you are and your ability to say, peace, be still. And I always say, and know that I am God. I speak to myself as if I am God and me talking to me. Peace, be still, and know that I am God. So whatever might be going on in your life, you may be in a state of peace right now. It's coming. <laughs> you may have come out of something. Congratulations. Know that no matter what it is, you can choose to step into your power of your words, even if just in your mind you call out Jesus. That can still be a form where you call out God. Jesus, help me show. I say that because every time I say, Jesus, help me show me, I remember Jesus saying, go inside. The kingdom of heaven is within you. I remember that Jesus is our way shower. So I say, what would Jesus do? Jesus would always go to God, so I will always go to God. I stop trying to figure it out myself, and I let God help me figure it out. You, are, you have that example for a reason. Use it. Not to praise Jesus but to accept Jesus as your way shower and to say peace to the storm, be still. And then you can add and know that I am God. Close your eyes for me, please. Let's, uh, I just want to pray over us all. God, I thank you for bringing it more deeply into our awareness, the ability to step into our own state of peace it's right there waiting for us. You are calling us all into a deeper awareness of peace. And not just to feel it inside, but to be the expression of that peace in our world. God, we say, let there be peace on earth and let it begin with me. God, what we are asking you right now is to show us how to be the example ourselves of the epitome of peace. You've you have it inside of us. We are one with it. We open our hearts to be it right now. Take a deep breath. We release all that concerns us, stepping into the total trust and total faith, total hope that it is already perfected. And it will be perfected in your divine time, in your divine way, in your divine order. That brings us into peace because we let go and we let God show us what is ours to do Give us the confident peace to step into it. Not only the peace within for with you, 
build inside of us a peace with our own relationship with ourselves, the words we say to ourselves, the way we treat ourselves. Open us up, God, to be expressions of instruments of peace to others as well. That if we do not jump to judgment, we jump to peace, we jump to love. And the judgment will always be let go and let God. In the mighty name and nature of that indwelling Christ that is the peace within us, we pray. Thank you, God. Repeat after me. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. And so it is, and we let it be. Amen. Thank you.
I love that song. That's a song that I sing, uh, play over and over and over again. And I knew you guys were going to sing that. It was beautiful, Lord. Can we give them another hand, please? That was the song that was in my mind. Um, they were singing it Wednesday when it came to me what the talk title was going to be. And then not knowing that I was going to, as the talk title came in, it was opening up the segue of me actually living that experience of it. Um, one of the things that was going through my mind when I sat down is I forgot to read off the scriptures that God gave me. And I love how amazing God is. Those first four scriptures that were shown were the ones I was going to read. Can we give God a hand, please? Okay, so there is, let me bring, get it. Um, we're going to do our love offering uh, blessing, but I wanted, I, before I did the celebrating part first and then the love offering, today what I want to do is switch it up. I want us to go into, um, gently close your eyes and bring to mind what you feel led to give for a love offering for today. And as you breathe it in with this heart of gratitude, allow that peace to come inside of you as one with the abundance that you are. And we're going to go ahead and do the love offering blessing first. 
So you can gently open your eyes if you feel led to do so. You can keep your eyes closed if you know this prayer by heart, the love offering blessing. Together, divine love through me blesses and multiplies all that I am, all that I have, all that I give, and all that I receive. Thank you, God. Amen. And now we'll do the offering celebration. I think the celebration comes after we've accepted that we have the love we're offering to give. And so I'd like you to hear this from your heart, and then I'll have you re repeat after me the other part. This part is me. Thank you, God, for these gifts of love coming from the hearts of love to bless this ministry of love. Um, and I want you to repeat that. It ain't, you're going to have to repeat the same thing I just said. Repeat this part. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. For your ever-increasing. For your ever-increasing. Unceasing. Unceasing. Flow of absolute good. Flow of absolute good. Into our lives now. Into our lives now. Yeah, y'all didn't act like you know what you're saying. Into our lives now. Into our lives now. Thank you. If you claim it now, that's the faith of it. It opens up the hope of it. Amen? Amen. Let's stand up so we can do our prayer for protection, and then we'll go into our peace song. And as you are standing, actually, I just feel that I'm just following spirit. Gently close your eyes and bring to mind whatever's concerning you, even if it's still there on your heart, or anybody that's concerning you. Whatever is going on in this holiday season is, that's blocking you from staying in a, peace, a state of peace. And God, I'm thanking you right now. Um, for the way that you are moving this out of the way. You're transmuting it and transforming it into divine, perfect peace. Whatever emotions that are being stirred from the things that people are thinking about right now, we know right now that we can trust in you, and out of that trust in you and that faith in you comes the peace in you. So we thank you for your peace beyond all understanding, even in the midst of whatever it is we're going through. Thank you, God. Amen. Amen. Now let's go ahead and we can affirm our prayer for protection together. The light of God surrounds us. The love of God enfolds us. The power of God protects us. The presence of God watches over us. Wherever we are, God is and all is well. Thank you for listening to this Unity of Farmington Hills podcast. We hope this has encouraged you, inspired you, and uplifted you. 
If you are unable to attend our Sunday gatherings but would still like to support our spiritual community, visit our giving page, unityfh.com donate.